Welcome to The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios. Here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. Let's go give it to you. Wait for you to get it on your own. Let's go deliver to you. Welcome in, Jeremy. How you doing, man? I'm not too bad, sir. I'm as happy as I am bald. Is that a good thing? I mean, I'm pretty bald, so yeah. Oh, okay, so I guess you're happy. Yeah. yeah. I'm more familiar with like bear shit in the woods, but uh, happy as you are bald, hey man, that uh, that works too. Listen, don't ruin my Jeremyisms. Jeremyisms. We got Jeffisms, and now we got Jeremyisms. I like that. Mm-hmm. Got wormisms. That sounds like a venereal disease, though. It definitely sounds like you have like some kind of <laughs> shit inside you. Wormisms. Like something a dog gets. Does, doesn't it? Yeah, wormisms. Please subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. On the show today, we got the week three fantasy football preview. We've got the five bowl predictions, flex worthy starts, tank questions, and we got the mailbag. But first, Antonio Brown is a no show in practice this week. Cowboys bring back a former wide receiver. And Tom Brady says it's not fair to place expectations on Josh Gordon. But first, LaShawn McCoy. Apparently didn't buy his mama a big enough house, man, because his mama this week went and filed an affidavit on Tuesday saying that LaShawn McCoy pulled an AP, man. He pulled an Adrian Peterson. He was beating the shit out of his kid. She's got pictures to prove it. Oh, man. So we saw it happen AP a few years back, man, when that shit happened, when that shit went down. What the hell do you think is going to happen with LaShawn McCoy? And do the Bills cut his ass because he's not producing and he's an older running back? And he's broken. He's got broken ribs, man. Well, he has, he has uh, broken cartilage, sir. Whatever the fuck. It's all the same. Shit, shit's not going on right inside of his stomach or head. Uh, I'll tell you his, what, his man. His fists are all bruised up, too, for some reason. You know, you know his family be like, karma, bitch. Karma, motherfucker. How That's you just, like that? That's How you like the bruised name. ribs? And the receiver that returned to Dallas is not named as Bryant, but Bryce Butler, who was cut by the worst offense in the league right now, Arizona Cardinals. How sad is that? We get cut by the Cardinals. And then you go back to the Cowboys. Cowboys take you in. And they still won't fucking sign Des Bryant, man. Why would they sign Des Bryant? I thought after last week when they were together, it was going to happen. I thought so too, man. Still, it's a possibility. I'm not closing the door on that. The Cowboys play the Seahawks. Seahawks are favorite by one and a half. You lose the Seahawks, Jerry Jones makes a call to Des Bryant. Oh, I agree, man. I, I Definitely. You know, Jerry gets a little desperate, man. Almost like George Steinbrenner-ish. Makes these desperate moves, man. I mean, he's usually... I know he doesn't have as much pull now. I know his son's kind of stepped in and... uh made a lot of these personnel decisions. But Jerry Jones, back in the day, man, he would not shy away from going to grab a T.O. or whomever else he thinks could help the team. So I know Jerry wants Des Bryant. But Sean McCoy answers um, on Instagram. I love my boy, he says. Ridiculous. He loves his boy Blue. Literally. Lacking Blue. Antonio Brown, frustrated in Pittsburgh, man. We saw it last Sunday when he was uh, bitching on the sideline and um, post-game saying, trade me and find out, man. He's not showing up to practice. How are you feeling about Antonio Brown if you own him the rest of the season? Bro, he's right. He should be getting the ball. He's the best player on that field. Squeaky wheel gets the grease, man. Fire up Antonio Brown. He's going to have a huge week in week three. I don't know, man. What if he's sitting home watching with Le'Veon Bill? He's, he's the other eye in the monocle, and it's two monocles, and they're just glasses now. Bed shitters. <laughs> and home run hitters. All right, my bed shitters. I got um, Sam Darnold. He's going up against the uh, you know a uh, good good defense this week. Some of these can do as good as he uh, he has been doing. Uh, Corey Clement, Chris Ivory, Kelsey, and Rex Burkhead. Yeah, the Cleveland, Cleveland Browns defense is no joke, man. I've been saying it. Um, yeah, I think Darnold's going to struggle as well. That uh, Kelsey thing. Now, I don't think he's he's going to necessarily be because he's going to have a bad week. Just that 49ers defense going to lock him down to tight end. They've been doing it all year. So what you're saying is. Um, Still play him, just lower expectations. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just think it's DF on him. But that, that 49er defense is soft, though. It is soft, man. But, but they, yeah, you're they right. They haven't played the tight end pretty well. Well, through two weeks, they've played the tight end pretty pretty decently. Yeah. I'm with you on Rex Burkett, too, man. My bed shitters for week three. I've got Jamal Williams for the Green Bay Packers. The return of Aaron Jones, man. The uh, return of the king, if you will, man, because he's going to be the king of that backfield. He's going to dominate those touches. 
And he's going to help lead them into uh, some victories, man. He's going to definitely give that offense a little bit of balance. So uh, Jamal Williams, he's falling down that shit ladder, man. He's down on the shit list. Corey Davis, he's a bad shitter because their quarterbacks suck. And Corey Davis has not really done anything special, man. He's had the targets. I'm going to go John Brown also. Ravens wide receiver. Had a big week in week two. Not a big John Brown guy. Michael Crabtree is still the number one wide receiver to me in Baltimore. Demarius Thomas, softer than baby shit. I love when you say that. Yep. And uh, I'm not expecting big things from him. I'm not, gonna, uh, not expecting him. Jimmy Graham also comes in, in on this list because, number one, as we all know, man, Aaron Rodgers does not target the tight end very often. Yeah, we, we, we say this week in and week out. Yeah, and he had a pretty decent week in week two as far as uh, receptions and yardage. I think he had six catches, 85 yards, right around there somewhere. But, uh, man, I'll tell you, I think it's one of his better games for the season. I'm not really sold on Jimmy Graham. I think he's going to have a tough matchup this week, man, against the Redskins. And I'll throw a bonus one here, too, because... Because um, why not? Because why not, man? Because this guy just deserves to be on every shit list right now until proven otherwise. And that's Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Beastly of a man. But, man, he's just not beastly at running the ball. He's not no damn beast mode for sure. That, he is Beast mode, he is not. He's in feast mode. He's a beastly dude, but he is not beast mode. Not even close. All right, home run hitters, man. Who you got for week three? Uh, Aaron Jones. Julio Jones. Let's go with you know, my Joneses. Now, sticking with the Jays, too. Jimmy G. I got Kareem Hunt also. And then I have, believe it or not, you guys know how much I hate the Dolphins. I have Tannehill on here because the Raiders suck cocks and dicks. That is true. And instead of sticking with the Joneses, should have been like keeping up with the Joneses, man. Ah, I see what you did there. Because everybody else has been keeping up with both Joneses because I think Julio Jones can have a big week this week. I think this could be one of the weeks where he goes over like 175 yards, 200 yards receiving and have uh, like one or two touchdowns, man. I think it's going to be a big week for him this week. Aaron Jones, he's going to, like I said, man, he's going to solidify himself as the top running back in Green Bay. And my bet hitters, uh, my home run hitters, excuse me, I'm going Ted Ginn in this one, man. Ted Ginn, really? week one, a little bit down week two. Uh, I think he's going to have a good week three. Chris Hogan, I think this is the week we finally see Chris Hogan start to do Chris Hogan-like things, which is, I'm going to say, seven or eight catches. I think he's going to go over 100 yards, and I think he finds the end zone as well. All right. That's with Gordon in the back, in, uh, out there? I'm not worried about Gordon right now, man. But I'm saying that you think that he'll do better because of Gordon, or that hurt him, or help him? If Gordon gets on the field uh, often, when Chris Hogan's there, I think that uh, it's going to help him because defense is going to have to account for Josh Gordon, and that's a shit defense. Matt Patricia's Lions. So, um, yeah, no, I like Chris Hogan a lot this week. Josh Gordon can only help him. Okay. Antonio Brown, he's on my list as well, man. I think he's going to go off this week as well. Mike Evans in a good matchup here. I like Mike Evans this week. James Conner for the Steelers, man. He's going to rebound from the week two as far as running the ball. He's going to have a big week three. And how about all of the Vikings wide receivers and tight end Kyle Rudolph and Kirk Cousins? I think the whole Vikings offense is going to be fucking playing pitch and catch, man, because they're going up against the shitty Buffalo Bills. So, well, you know, I can't say they're the worst team in football because they have actually scored points, something the Arizona Cardinals have uh, struggled to do. Uh, I forgot about them. Yeah, they're, oh my goodness, man. But damn, you know they're both fighting for that, that shit bowl, number one pick in the draft. Ass like, oh my God, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I ain't never seen a The way you All right, Flex Worthy, Jeremy. Who are some players you think will finish inside the top 36 at their position this week that you may not think would be there? I, uh, I got all three wide receivers on this, this list for me. I got uh, Bruce, Bruce Ellington from Texas. I got Dante Pettis because they're playing the Chiefs. So, uh, I mean, your wide receiver over there, you should be open the whole game. And yep. uh, I got Muhammad Sanu because the Falcons, I think that like you said Julio Jones have a big week that's going to leave him open after a while. Double coverage him to leave him open a lot. Yeah, I think Sanu could definitely have a good week this week, man. I like that one. Um, I got five here, man, that I came up with in this one. Mar- I think Marlon Mack versus the Eagles. Uh, I know he was in a timeshare in week two with uh, Jordan Wilkins and Naheem Hines, who outtouched him, by the way. But I think they're going to work Mack in more in week three. I think Mack's going to get the full uh, lion's share of the carries, I should say. I'm going to say at least 65% of them. And I think he's going to be flex-worthy against the Eagles, even though that's a tough defense. But I think PPR, he's flex-worthy. D.D. Westbrook against the Titans. Keep them going, man. Keep rolling with them as a wide receiver three this week. Tyler Boyd, definitely in the top 36 against the Carolina Panthers. Javorius Buck Allen versus the Broncos. Fire him up as a flex-worthy top 36 running back. And I'm going to go Allen Hearns versus the Seahawks, man. You 
Yeah, top 36 wide receiver this week, Alan Hearns. All right, time to go next level. Brought to you by Fanatic, F-A-N-A-T-I-Q. Win your week, win the next, win your league. Download Fanatic. Available in the App Store now. Ten questions. All right, man, time for ten questions. Number one, how will Josh Gordon do in his first game with the New England Patriots this upcoming Sunday night? And how do you think he's going to do the rest of the season? I think they have a good year, man. Um, as far as this week goes, uh, I guess he's already in tra- training camp today, right? Today's uh, It's been a practice since Wednesday. So he's got a few days to learn the offense. I think he's going to have, gonna have, I wouldn't say a great week, I'm gonna say, or a great weekend. I'm going to say decent. But it's going to make a difference. Is he start worthy this weekend? Or think, do you want to hold off? I think he's going to play 14 points. Yeah, 14 points for Josh Gordon. Okay, I like it. All right, how about rest of the season? Do you think he's going to be a top 30 wide receiver? Rest Dude, of I think he's going to have a big year because uh, I think he's asking to prove now. I think he's going to go out there. He's, he's going to want to win. He's going to get that, that, that taste of winning in his mouth when he goes to the Patriots. I mean, he hasn't done it in two or three years. Um, he's going to be excited to get that first W on Sunday, and then it's, it's going to be – he's going to open up, bro. I hope you're right, man, because uh, I, I really want to believe everything you just said. I'm just a little skeptical, man when it comes to his immediate impact of the team. Now, as we get closer to the fantasy playoffs, I think Gordon could, um, you know, kind of establish himself as a startable fantasy option consistently week to week. But man, I, I want to see it first. Yeah, I, I agree. It's not going to be right away. I think out of the 14 points, he's not going to have like a Stefan Diggs like, like he did in the week two. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I'm telling you, once you get a taste of wind in your mouth, man, that shit's contagious. You don't say that just about wins, do you? I don't, man. Next one. How many touchdown passes for Pat Mahomes this year? Give me a number. What, he's already at 10, isn't he? Yep. Oh, man. Um, now, Michael Thomas is on pace for 224 catches. Pat Mahomes is on pace for uh, 80 touchdown passes. Think he hits it? <laughs> what do you got for him? He already has 10 right now. We're in week two. Yep. Um, I got to easily say he's going to be around 40. I mean, just to be cool, if he cool even, even cooling off a little bit. If he keeps staying this hot, he can, he can break the record. I think he's got no shot of breaking that uh, record. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, I mean, if, I mean that, that's that's obviously you know, crazy, but I'm saying 30 more, you don't think he'd be 30 more in 14 games? I think what? I said 40. I think he'd do 30 more touchdowns in 14 more games? I think 35, 36 is right where he's going to end up with. Right, yeah. Four off from what I said. But yeah, I, I think he, you know, he's on a great run right now, but man, he's going to hit that wall at some if he, point. If he just kills it in week three and four, do you think he has a chance to break the record? Come back to me at week six. That's what you said, right? Did you get, get video on him? Six yep. weeks in? Wait till week six. Alright, next one here. Is Melvin Gordon going to be the number one running back in PPR this season? He's currently number two. I don't think so. Who thinks he's number one? Todd Gurley's number one right now. I don't, yeah, I don't see Grovey falling off at number one. Do you, uh, do you see him having to slump off at all? Yeah, that whole team looks dynamite, man, in uh, L.A. For the Rams are exciting to watch, man. Yeah, I think I'm right with you, man. I think Gurley's going to be number one as well. I don't think Gordon's going to do it. Like I like I always say, man, Gordon, he uh, tails off as we get uh, further along into the season. So I'm not, not going to buy that. How many people right now are hoping that Gurley doesn't stay draft him so uh, high? I know, right? Everybody's praying for him to keep killing it. Yeah, and, and not to mention Austin Eckler is uh, has established has established a uh, a decent role there in um, the Chargers' backfield. So, no number one for Melvin Gordon. Next one here is Sorry, Juju. Right. Huh? Got right. Is Juju Smith Schuster the number one wide receiver in Pittsburgh the rest of the season? I mean, if Antonio Brown leaves, he's not leaving though. Uh, I can't see him leaving, but that's a pretty crazy fucking statement. And he missed practice today. He missed, he missed practice on, on on Wednesday. Dude, um, or was, uh, was Tuesday or Wednesday he missed practice? I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday. He missed practice on Tuesday. Oh, no. I'm sorry. It was Monday and I think Tuesday, too, I think. I'll double check. He missed practice this week. Anyway, this guy's missing practice. I don't know. I don't know, man. If, if, he, if he's out, if, if he gets if, here's what I'm going to say right now. If he does play this week and they don't get in the ball enough, he's done. Because they're not going to win shit without Le'Veon Bell. And he's not going to play the whole season. He doesn't want to get hurt either. I think Juju Smith-Schuster is still the number two. Antonio Brown is still the number one wide receiver yeah. there. I'm not going to overreact to uh, to two weeks. Yeah, I'm not saying overreact. I'm saying if if, if Brown re- overreacts at week three, then he's going to be number one receiver. 
Yeah, if he uh, has a huge overreaction on the sideline again or something, something crazy. Uh, I hear you, man. All right, next one here. <clears throat> Which player scares you the most to own a fantasy right now as we head into week three? Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> yeah, you're damn right, man. I'm right there with you. Le'Veon Bell, for those who drafted him, man, top four, five at the worst. Man, you're fucking sweating bullets, man, just waiting for him to come back because even if you have James Conner, it's still not the same as far as his PPR production because that dude catches like seven, eight balls a game, you know? Yeah. And uh, granted, his yards per carry based off last year was shitty and a lot of factors that uh, could slow him down, but still, nevertheless, he's still better than James Conner right now. Who, so. do, you, who do you got that, that is playing that's uh, scared the shit out of you? That is playing? What, what about Dak Prescott? Mm. Um, David Johnson, man. David Johnson. You, you have him, too. Oh, of course. I, I believe in him, man. I'm a David Johnson believer. Truther, we're going to call him. I believe in his fucking talent, man. I believe in the motherfucker. But uh, it just ain't happening for him right I now, man. Think, man. They need to get rid of Bradford's ass, put in uh, the, the Rosen, Josh Rosen, and uh, just see what happens. Yeah, I mean, with, with Bradford, he's not going to get it done, man. Just give, give Josh the opportunity. Yeah, I, I was saying Le'Veon Bell, is, that's just a, that's a, that's a no-brainer. That's just the easy answer. But I was saying, who do you think is besides Le'Veon Bell? Who's who's the uh, who's somebody who's playing that's not producing? It's David Johnson, man. It's David Johnson. Disappointing first couple of weeks. The offense in Arizona is just terrible. The offensive line is not helping him. Larry Fitzgerald dealing with his hamstring injury. Uh, Sam Bradford doing his best. Sucks, Donkey Dick. Oh my God, yeah, he does. He DP in that, that he's DP in that Donkey Dick, man. He's just getting. He, he's just he's just so bad. He's not good at football either, man. He's just so bad. Put Josh Rosen in there. DJ. But you know what? Regardless, DJ is going to turn it around, man. DJ is too damn talented not to. He's going to figure it out back there. I have a little faith in him. He's going to turn around. Well, that kind of answers your, your number seven question there. Yeah. Next one. Is there any hope for David Johnson to bounce back in 2018? And you know where I'm going. So uh, let's hear your side of it here. I think so as well, man. Like you said, the guy's too talented. Uh, Bradford sucks. Let's get rid of, let's get rid of Bradford. Put in Josh uh, Rosen over there. Let's uh, see what we can do here. I mean, you just you're wasting you're wasting your fans' time. You're wasting your team's time. Stop it with Sam Bradford and let, let's get DJ back on track and, and get a different quarterback in there and see what you can do. Go for your future. I agree, man. Absolutely. All right, next one. Better one-handed catch: Odell Beckham Jr. or Keelan Cole last Sunday against the Patriots. All right, what do you say with this? Man, you know OBJ was in the end zone, so he gets a little extra points for that, and it, with three fingers reaching back. But you know what? The one that I thought looked cooler, man, that looked like a better catch to me, and maybe because it's recent in memory here, but I'm going with Keelan Cole. Yeah, fre- that fresh, was- fresh in your mind. I'd say when you see a movie and you're like, oh, man, the movie's a shit. And like six months later, you're like, yeah, the movie's there, right? Yeah, um, exactly. Now, I just rewatched both of these because mm-hmm. Chris was doing show stuff and I'm dicking around on my phone. But um, Cole catched the ball. He goes, He's on the, he's on the left side of the field, and he catched it right-handed over the receiver. And he stays in bounds, and he he pulls it forward. It was really, really badass. It was like a baseball mitt catch, man. Yeah. Yeah, like like like, like, like you're, you're going back to the warning track. Now here's why. Originally I was about to just say it was Cole, but OBJ. You know what I forgot about until I just rewatched it? There was pass interference on that fucking play too. Yeah, that's a good point. I forgot about the pass. Yeah, he got right fucking he got, he got a raped on that, which he yeah. loved because he's a flaming homosexual. But still, he got raped. That's why he got so excited. He grabbed the ball so tight. He was so happy. You know, Odell Beckham Jr. too, when you see him play, you think he's a bigger guy, but he's not. How, how tall do you think he is? Uh, he's a tiny man. 5'11". That's not the same size as me. He plays like he's 6'2", though. Tell you what, man. He, he goes up and gets it. That's for damn sure. All right. Yeah, he does do that. He does. Next he, year. He goes down and gets it, too. Yep, he does do that. Uh, yeah, because he's gay. He's there like, you go. Hey, hey, and then you hit what I'm throwing. All right, next one here. Better fantasy season, rest of the season, Des Bryant or Josh Gordon? Des Bryant is a fantasy and playing football right now. Um, Josh Gordon is gone. He, he, if he gets one catch this week for the Patriots, he already had a better season than Des Bryant, though. Just give me one point. Yeah, and he's already had a catch for a touchdown, too. Yeah, there you go. Week one, he had 8.7 versus the uh, versus Steelers. So he's already winning. He's, he's beating him for the season. Yeah, I mean... Des Bryant, Josh Gordon's on a fucking roster. Des Bryant is not. I don't even think he's on a Madden roster, man. I don't think he's playing with him these days. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, now, here's here's the thing I just thought of. Cleveland tried to sign Des Bryant for $5 million this year. Did they offer him more money than they waived Josh uh, Gordon? I don't think they offer him more money, but I think they may go back to the table and try to work something out where 
they will sign Des Bryant, I think. Yeah, I think that's a good destination, man. A good insight by you, man. I didn't even think about that. Man, because he said he turned down at $5 million, but now $5 million for almost half, you know, there's only 14 games left. Yeah. Now you got everybody coming to the playoffs. Yeah, they might prorate some stuff, some stuff, man, make it worth his while. And, uh, you know, he wants to be out there. Yeah, Cleveland, man, they're right back in the mix now with uh, the Des Bryant sweepstakes. And, you know, what? this might be... This all might be for nothing, man. We might be, we might be still talking about this shit like fucking come Christmas time, man. And we'll be like, you know, oh, season's coming on. Le'Veon Bell and Des Bryant are still doing nothing. Yeah. At Christmas. All right, last one here. Aside from David Johnson, who has been the biggest bust in fantasy through the first two weeks of the fantasy season? Based on the first two weeks, I'm going to say uh, Alex Collins. I but like it. You don't like it? No, oh, I like it. I, uh, I about say the only, uh, but yeah, I think he has the ability to come back, though. I mean, uh... I'm assuming he was drafted pretty high in most leagues. I, I mean, I would have drafted him high. Uh, I think he was up when I had my, my pick on that. But, um, yeah, I don't foresee him, foresee him having a whole shit season. Third, but, fourth round pick. Yeah, but these first two seasons, or these first two weeks, not there yet. Yeah, I agree, man. Disappointing for sure. That fumble, too, in uh, week one. Ugh. That kind of set the tone for how he's been playing so far. And uh, I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go with another running back, man. I was drafted pretty highly. I'm going to go Derrick Henry. Because he was drafted uh, between rounds three and five, man. And I'll tell you what. Those who were believers in Derrick Henry, like uh, like Jeff, who's actually a believer in both the guys, actually, we're talking about Alex Collins and Derrick Henry. Uh, if you're a believer in uh, either one of those guys, man, you're not too happy right now with your fantasy football record unless you really killed it elsewhere. All right, man, ready to get to the week three game previews. Fantasy preview. We have Saints-Falcons. Fa- Falcons are favored by three. Saints-Falcons, man, it's going to be a shootout, I think, in this one. Julio Jones. I'm going to go bold here on this one. I think he's going to get close to 200 yards receiving and two touchdowns. I think Mohamed Sanu goes for about six catches, 75, 78 yards, right around there. Calvin Ridley, man, I think he's uh, I think he's uh, going to be okay, man. I'm going to say six catches for him as well. And about the same, 70 yards. Matt Ryan is going to be a startable fantasy quarterback this week in 12-team leagues. Drew Brees keeps doing his thing, man. Alvin Kamara is going to kill it. He's going to be a top five running back this week. Michael Thomas keeps it going. Double-digit receptions once again. It's going to be a shootout, like I said. Ted Ginn also finds the end zone here. I'm going to take the Saints to win this one on the road. Really? 34-30. So you're saying the Julio Jones is going to blow it up, and you're saying he's going to get 20 yards and he's still going to lose? Yeah, 34-30. Man, that Falcons defense is shitty. Um, I don't think the Falcons are going to uh, be able to hold, hold back the Saints. I'm going to go with you on that one. Um, I'll, I'll take the Saints as well. All right. Next. All right. Next game, you got the Packers Redskins. Packers favored by uh, by by three on the road, and Aaron Rodgers didn't look, didn't look any kind of uh, banged up this week. He played fine, so I'm going Packers easy. Yep, I'm going Packers as well, man. Pack, uh, Rodgers full go. Aaron Jones, man, you might want to wait a week, but if you need a running back to play this week, fire him up, man, because I think he's got the ceiling to crack the top twenty among fantasy running backs this week in all formats. Go ahead and fire up Geronimo Allison as a low-end wide receiver three this week. Still uh, worried about Randall Cobb. I don't think I'm going to fire him up this week, but uh, obviously going to go with Devontae Adams, top 10 this week. And for the Redskins out of the ball, I'm going to sit AP. I'm going to start Chris Thompson. I'm going to start Jay Crowder. Got to go with Jordan Reed, top five tight end this week. And yeah, Packers win this one. I'm going to say the final score in this one is uh, 31 to 21. 31 21? 31 What did you say for the Saints Falcons score, sir? 34 to 31. Okay. All right, next game, you got the Colts visiting Philadelphia. Six and a half favorites for the Eagles. And that's uh, Wentz's first game back. Yeah, man. And you know what? Who the hell is he going to throw the fucking ball to? Because all oh, these guys are. Wentz, man, they're all injured, man. He's got nobody. So he's going to be throwing Nelson Aguilar. Colts should put the pressure on him, man, just kind of double him up. J.H.I.E. is already going to be sitting for this one, looks like. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, Corey Clement, man. He may hold some value, man, in PPR leagues. I think he's going to get probably about six, seven catches, possibly, for Corey Clement. Darren Sproles, I think he's going to be a low-end running back three flex option there. I think they're going to use him in the passing game quite a bit with the lack of receivers there. Zach Ertz, fire him up, obviously, top five, ten in this week. Philadelphia defense, you know, I think I'm going to I'm gonna roll with them out, man. I think they're going to be a good play this week. Andrew Luck's going to struggle. I don't trust that running game for the Colts. T.Y. Hilton, he'll be a uh, he'll be a top 25 wide receiver. I'm going to say 
I'm going to say wide receiver 17 for T.Y. Hilton this week. And I'm going to take the Eagles to win this one here. I think Carson Wentz crushed the top 10 among quarterbacks this week. Man, high hopes. High hopes. Been, yep. been a while. And final score is going to be Philly 28 to the Colts uh, 24. I think it's going to be pretty close. All right, let me ask this question. No, 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 I'm sorry. No. I'm going to say 28, Philadelphia 28, Colts 20. 20? I'm going to ask this question. I have uh, Andrew Luck and I have uh, Russell Wilson. Wilson's playing the Cowboys. Who would you start at quarterback? I would. Man, I think I'm going to have to go Russell Wilson here against the Cowboys. All right. Um, I'm actually taking um, the Colts in this game because I think the opposite of what you think. I think Wentz is going to struggle coming back. He's going to throw the ball to. He's no running back right now. He's going to be like you know, like a duck in a palm, man. He's going to look, look calm. He's shaking underneath. Darren Sproles, good daily play of the week this week. Just saying. <laughs> I hear you, though. I like it. All um, right. I, I just think Andrew Luck looked good in both weeks. And um, I mean, the Eagles aren't scoring a lot of points. Luck can't throw and catch it, just like Giselle put about Tom Birdie back in the uh, 2011 Super Bowl. So, man, he's got T.Y. Hill and Ryan Grant showed up week one, MIA week two. Man, not liking his option. Jack Doyle, I'm surprised he hasn't really gotten too much involved. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I think I was kind of Doyle doing good. Well, Doyle rules. Yeah, Ebron, zero touchdowns this week. How about that? Uh, all right, go ahead. All right, now we got um, Bills, Vikings. Vikings are favored by 16 and a half. I can't imagine anybody in their right fucking mind Taking the bill, uh, Bills in this game. It's a big ass spread, though. That oh is a big gosh. spread. Vikings in this How one. How is your mother? <laughs> yeah. She's doing okay. She had a big ass spread. Yeah. Uh, Vikings, man, fire up every single offensive player that's uh, noteworthy, like Kirk Cousins, top five quarterback this week. <clears throat> Kyle Rudolph, top seven tight end this week. Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs, both top 15 wide receiver plays. And I think Latavius Murray. I think Latavius Murray is going to be a top 25 running back across the board, how all many, formats. How many points do you think Diggs gets this week? Diggs? I'm going to say Diggs goes for eight catches. So he had 40 points last week. Yeah, he's not going to get quite that many. Oh. But I'm going to say eight catches, 106 yards, one touchdown. I'm gonna to touch on this on this Vikings Bills game a little bit later on. I think Adam Thielen gets 13 catches by the way. I'm gonna touch on that, on that game a little bit later on too with, with your team with the offense. But um, yeah, I got I got the Vikings. Um, what's your final score prediction on this, sir? I got the Vikings winning this one in a nail biter here. <laughs> 36, 17. 17. Huh? All right. Uh, Dolphins Raiders. Now you know my ah, co- shit. Vikings. 36, 13. Even that's generous. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. All right, uh, we got Raiders, Dolphins. Dolphins are at home. They're favored by three. Um, you know my feelings on the Dolphins. Not a huge fan. Not a fan in any way, shape, or form. I picked them the last two weeks to lose. I'm going to pick them this week to win. You know what they're going to do to me? What's that? They're going to fucking lose, and I'm going to pick them to win right now. But I'm picking them to win. Or the Raiders. The Raiders look like shit. Khalil Mack is just, is just making them look so stupid, what, what he's doing over there in Chicago. He's making them look John Gruden like an asshole right now. Derek Carr is making John Gruden look like an asshole, too. Well, the whole team. Yep. I mean, I don't know how much of an asshole you look like when you get $100 million. I guess it's like that's got to be the best-looking asshole in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Dolphins, I think I'm going to pull this one out, man. I'm going to say in, four, in deeper leagues, 14 to 16 team leagues, I think Ryan Tannehill will be start-worthy in this one. Kenyon Drake, fire him up, man, as a high-end RB2. I think he's a top 15 running back this week. I want to sit Marshawn Lynch. Well, you might have to play him, but you know what? I think he's going to finish outside the top 30 among running backs. Yeah. Yeah, man. That Dolphins defense, man. Their defensive line is pretty strong. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yep. They're Derek rotating Carr guys, is too. Shit. Huh? They're rotating guys, too. They're keeping everybody fresh. Yep. Yep. Amari Cooper, I think he's going to be a wide receiver three this week. Jared Cook, I don't play him this week. I don't play Jared Cook this week. I sit him down. And uh, I'm going to say Jalen Richard gets a little bit more involved in the passing game because they're not going to have much of a run game in this one. Jalen Richard will get 10 fantasy points. He'll hit double digits this week. Dolphins win this one at home. 25. You say 25 for the Dolphins all the time. What about to get 25 points from? 
It just happens, man. I'll say 25-21. Dolphins by four. What a weird score. Wait, you realize what kind of things have to happen to you to get 25 points? Yeah, whatever. Weird shit happens. It was 16-8 a couple weeks ago. Carolina-Dallas. Whatever. Sure, it did happen. Yeah. All right, Broncos-Ravens. Broncos are uh, favored to, or predicted to lose by five to the Ravens on the road. It's going to be a fucking shit show here, man. It's going to be a defensive slugfest here, I think, in this one. Two mediocre offenses, although both although both have looked okay the first two weeks, but uh, traditionally mediocre as of late. Then you back to the last season. Alex Collins, though, I think he's going to be RB2 this week, man. I think he's going to get back on track. I think Buck Allen, Javorius Buck Allen, is going to be a uh, running back three this week. Give me Mark Andrews, the rookie tight end for the Ravens. I think he scores another touchdown this week. For the Broncos side of the ball, man, I sit Phillip Lindsay. I think this is going to be a shut him down game. And, man, I don't. I, I play Emmanuel Sanders, and that's really about it for the Broncos. I think the Ravens win this one at home 17 13. Yeah, I didn't say that, but I, I got that Ravens already picked, too. Um, I'm still waiting for Keenan to do more. Um, you know, he had a good week one. But Keep two, waiting, buddy, because it ain't happening. I don't know, man. I, I want that one guy to do good. I want that, I want that to be like a feel-good story. Shaquem Griffin? Yeah, exactly. Um, I, Nothing to feel good about Case Keenum about. I mean, he has two hands. He does. Bengals, Panthers, Panthers by three in this one. How sick would it be to see Shaquem Griffin do a Keelan Cole OBJ catch? How I mean, isn't it every catch? For a pick. No, for an interception. For every catch. Oh, I guess you're right. No, any any catch would be the... Uh, with, <laughs> come on, man. If he's in a dunk contest, he'd be fucked in a, in a game of horse. He'd be fucked in a game of horse if he'd do a two-hand dunk. What would he do? You just use your, uh, use your nose. That's a reach. That's a reach. He's right. a, he, can't, he can't do that. He can't reach. Oh, yeah. He, that's he, true. He's JPP. He's JPP syndrome. JPP syndrome. Uh, who has more fingers, JPP or uh, Shaquem Griffin? Yeah, you know what, though? I'd rather be Shaquem Griffin because at least you're not missing your hands. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, true. Like, like you're, you're a feel-good story. You're, you're an awesome story to tell people. JPP is like, a, like this week, you t- like warn people about, like, hey, listen, don't be a fucking idiot. You're not like this guy in the Giants. He's got a nice house, though, man. I've been to his house in Pompano. I, I bet he has a nice house. He's got that, that, that burn your hand off money. Yeah, I guess so. All right, uh, continue, sir. Uh, who'd you pick on this one? I, I picked the Ravens. Um, okay. Next game, we got Bengals at the Panthers. Panthers are favored by three. Man, Bengals on a roll, man. Bengals are on a roll. They're on fire. Andy Dalton, you know, he turned back the clock to uh, 2013 or 2014 when, uh, he was playing really well, maybe before he went down with an injury. First eight weeks of the season that year, he was killing it. And it looks like he's uh, back on track, man, after a few down years. I'm not believing in them, but I believe they're going to win this week. And I think A.J. Green, you got to fire him up, man, coming off a big three-touchdown performance, half no less. And uh, I'm going to give I'm gonna uh, give Tyler Boyd wide receiver three status this week. Give me Giovanni Bernard as a top 25 PPR running back this week. And for Carolina, Cam Newton will not be a top 12. Uh, Cam Newton will finish outside the top 10 among fantasy quarterbacks this week. Christian McCaffrey is going to be a top 15 PPR running back. And Devin Funches, I think, is a low-end wide receiver three this week. And I'll, I'll give you a final on this one, too. Which final? I'm going to keep that streak going, man. Play it while it's 34. hot, man. 34-23, Bengals, three weeks in a row. That no way that could happen. Can you imagine what the, what the odds are on that in Vegas? About the same as Pat Mahomes breaking the touchdown record this year. Fair enough. Nice, nice, uh, nice throwback at me. Uh, you know what? I originally wrote down the Bengals on this one. Uh, the, sorry, the Panthers on this one. I'm gonna switch over to the, to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, 34 points. That was that was against the uh, the Ravens defense too. They put up. That, that's impressive. Yeah. And then uh, week one was uh, they beat week one. Um, oh, the Colts. Uh, the Colts. Yeah. So Panthers Panthers only scored friggin' you know 60 points versus the the, the dread awful Cowboys. And week two for the Panthers, they played the uh, the Falcons. They scored 24 points. Uh, and that 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 Saints defense looks like shit too. So um, I'm sorry, the Falcons defense looks like shit too. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go Bengals. All right. All right. Next game, we got the Giants versus the Houston Texans. Texans are favored by six on at home. Because the Giants can't score six points, man. My yeah, goodness. that's not gonna happen. Them a long time. Let's do it in Dallas. I'm gonna say uh, Odell Beckham Jr. finally gets right, man. Over 100 yards. Along with eight receptions and a touchdown here, still don't trust that Texas secondary. Uh, Kevin Johnson, you know, being gone, man, I think Odell Beckham's going to feast over there against Houston. And uh, I like Sterling Shepard in this game too, man. I think he's getting involved. I think 13, 14 fantasy points for Sterling Shepard this week. Evan Ingram, 
I'm going to say six catches, 50 yards, no touchdowns. Saquon Barkley, man, I think he's got to get it going on the ground, man. He looked pretty rough running the ball. Saved you with 11 catches out of the backfield. But, man, I want to see more of Saquon Barkley this week. Well, that's what we're going to get. the ball out of the backfield? Hmm? He's over getting the ball out of the backfield, too, isn't he? Yeah, he's catching the ball out of the backfield. That's what saving is. Isn't, that, isn't that what he's known for, though? Yeah, he's, he's good in space, yes. Saquon Barkley, though, still going to be a top 12 fantasy running back this week. Dude's going to get the catches. PPR, of course. And on the uh, Texas side of the ball, man, I think Deshaun Watson and De- and uh, I think Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins are going to go off this week against the Giants. I think Hopkins goes over 100 touch, over 100 yards and a touchdown. I think Watson goes for 300 yards, three TDs. Bruce Ellington finds the end zone here. Lamar Miller, you know I gotta sit his ass. You know I gotta sit him. And, and, and bring him up every show. I have to. Oh yeah. Give me the Texans to win this one. I want to go to the Giants, but I'm not gonna. I'm going to go to the Texans at home, and they're going to win this one 33-24. Yeah, I was I was leaning uh, Texas the first, and I was on the Giants, and I'm back on the Texans. I just, the Giants, man, they just haven't shown me anything yet. It's like a battle of who's worst. Yep. I feel like, I feel like with this game, it's not going to be who wins, it's going to be who loses it. Oh, man, you know, I, I just think, I still believe in Deshaun Watson, not so much Eli Manning, and I think Deshaun Watson is going to put something together here. Yeah, I'll be hyped to go to the game in Texas, too. Um, I got Titans-Jags next game. Jags are only favored by one. How are you only favored by one point after you just beat the Patriots at home versus the fucking Titans? Division rival. Better matchup. Give us a shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely going Jags in this one. Yeah. I mean, With I, I, Fournette or without Fournette. Looks like Fournette's going to play. But even, even if he doesn't, not a big deal. They're still going to win this who's one. Who's starting quarterback for the Titans this week? Tony who? Who's starting the quarterback for the Titans this week? Fuck, who's going to be starting running back for the Titans this week? Because fucking Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry are getting it done right now. And uh, probably Blaine Gabbert because Mariota sucks, man. I don't know why they just come out and say it. They say, oh, his elbow, man. But they tell bitch about uh, Bortles every week. Still active. Huh? They'll bitch about Bortles every single week, though. Yeah. Oh, I know. Give me the Jags in this one, man. Fire up Keelan Cole. Fire up D.D. Westbrook. If Fournette plays, you play Fournette. You sit Yeldon. Tighten side of the ball. Corey Davis. Low, 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 low wins. Wide receiver three, like at the bottom, like at number 36. Still got to wait and see it on him, man. I would not trust Corey Davis going against Jacksonville or against anybody really right now. He's very... 10 points seems to be like his... Uh, that's what he is right now. 10 point PPR wide receiver. And, um, man, I'm not playing any of those running backs. If I had to play one, it'd be Deion Lewis because he can catch the ball in the backfield. Better than Henry. But uh, that's it, man. That's really it in this game. And I'm going to go ahead and say the Jaguars win this one. I'm going to say 28... 28- 15. So they cover the one-point spread, huh? Um, you know what you know what we were talking about before about the uh, one-headed catch between OB, uh, OBJ and Cole? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what they both have in common? What's that? Tom Coughlin. Oh, yeah. That's he got the same both live. Yeah, he did. All right. 49ers versus KC. KC's favored by six and a half at home. All right, man. I like this one. I think it's going to be a shootout here. Give me, for the Chiefs, you got to play Pat Mahomes. Dude's on fire right now, man. You got to just throw his ass He's in He's on fire. Yep. Top eight quarterback this week. Jimmy G, top 10 QB this week. If, Mark, if Marquise Goodwin can play, it looks like he's going to come back this week. You got to fire him up, man, as a, I'm going to say a mid-level to high-end wide receiver three this week. He could even be, he's got the ceiling, though, man, to be a top 20 guy. Maybe even as high as top 15 in his first week back. I wouldn't go that high. I think he's definitely going to be a wide receiver three, though, for sure. Running backs, Matt Breida, man, who went off last week. I think he keeps it rolling here. I think Matt Breida's going to have the biggest lion's share. He's going to have the lion's share of the workload out of that backfield. I think he's going to produce pretty well. Give me Matt Breida as an RB2 this week. Dante Pettis. I think he's going to find the end zone here. And on the Chiefs side of the ball, Sammy Watkins. I think he's going to have back-to-back good games, man. Give Sammy Watkins 16 points in this one. Tyreek Hill goes for 23 points in this one, PPR. And Kareem Hunt. I think Kareem Hunt will rush. I think Kareem Hunt will get you at least 18 points this week against the 49ers. Give me, give me the Chiefs to win this one at home. I'm going to say the final score in this one, 38-33. Wow. All right. Uh, Chargers Rams Rams by seven. Oh, who, who, who did you, you picked? Uh, you picked KC, right? KC. Yeah. Um, 
I'm gonna do 49ers just to just to, just to get a little uh, variation here. Cause we have pretty much all the same shit so far. Wouldn't surprise me if they won. I just think Casey is a little bit more playmakers. Yeah, it's kind of what players. I felt like. I'm like, I'm like we haven't gotten many any uh, many different right now. Just go. I was on the fence a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I figured just go the opposite of you on that one. But uh, Chargers Rams Rams are favored by seven. Chargers Rams. Oh, okay. Give me Melvin Gordon. Got to keep him going, man. I would actually sit Austin Eckler this week against that Rams defense. I think they're going to shut Eckler down in week three. You had to give me Keenan Allen. You got to play him regardless of the matchup. He's matchup proof. Even if he, uh, I don't don't expect him to be a top 15 wide receiver, but I think he'll be a wide receiver too this week. I sit Mike Williams. I play Antonio Gates. I think Antonio Gates finds the end zone this week. On the Rams, at least for a daily play, don't pick him up and play him in season long. That's just not smart. Don't do that. Rams, sell the ball. Fire up Brandon Cooks, man. He's been killing it the first two weeks with the Rams. Got to go with Todd Gurley as well. I think Jared Goff's going to have a good game. I think Jared Goff will be a top 12 quarterback this week. And I think Robert Woods gets involved here, man. You know, I thought he would do a little bit more earlier on. But uh, you know what? Robert Woods, touchdown this week. Give me the Rams to win this one. 27-24. Yeah, I got I got to lean Rams too, man. I I just Chargers are one of those teams that like I just never have any confidence in. And I, I'm excited right now with with the, with the Rams. I think that uh you know like you said uh, Goss can do good and Gurley can do good. Work off that play action, they'll be good. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, now you got uh Cowboys are in Seattle. They're Seattle's one and a half point favorites. Give me the Seahawks to win this one at home, man. Cowboys go going uh, all the way up to the uh, Northwest Pacific, man. I think Seattle takes care of business at home. Russell Wilson. I know Pete Carroll said this week that he was uh, trying to do a little too much, but you know what? Wilson has to do more than what's expected of him to, to have that team win, man, because that defense is not what it was. Obviously, they have no weapons too. on offense. It's Russell Wilson show, man. It and, really is. Yeah. Give me Russell Wilson as a top eight fantasy quarterback this week. about that. Yep. And give me uh, Will Disley, man, the tight ends. I think it's going to be uh, three games in a row. Touchdown for him. Brendan Marshall, touchdown as well. And CJ Procise, I think he could be a real deep sleeper here this week and get you some points in PPR leagues. I'm going to say maybe, maybe eight, nine points. Nothing big. Kind of a dart throw play. Lottery ticket pick. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Seahawks to win this one by the score, uh, final score of, I'm going to say 24-20. I'm actually going to go Cowboys on this one. I think that... Uh... I think it's gonna be a very sloppy game, and the Cowboys are gonna pull it off. Okay. Um, next game, you got the Bears versus the Cards. Bears and Cardinals, man. Six and a half Ooh. point favorites for the Bears. Dude, Khalil Mack, man, that motherfucker. He, he, he he's so good. He's almost an offensive player. Maybe he'll do us a solid, man, and just take out Sam Bradford, put that bird out of its misery. Yo, if he can hold him, he's done. Because that Cardinal is fucking got a broken wing. He's terrible. And he's I, dude, Cleo Mack, though, man, I, I got to say again, he's, he's going to shut it down for the for the Bears again. They'll get that six-and-a-half-point spread, and I, I got the Bears picking this one. Okay. I got the Bears winning this one as well. And I'm going to say this, though, right now, man. I'm going to say David Johnson gets at least eight catches in this game. So he's going to be a RB2 in PPR this week. I would like to say more, but that Bears D is no joke. Not at all. But I, I think he does get to catch the patch in the backfield. And there's no Larry Fitzgerald. They got to throw somebody. Bradford, he's a fucking dumbass, but he's got to recognize he's got to throw to his best playmaker on the field. I think Ricky Seals Jones, I think he scores. Um, I think it, I think Ricky Seals Jones gets you ten points in fantasy this week. What quarterback plays worse, Trubisky or uh, Bradford? Oh, Bradford by far. Trubisky isn't that bad. Trubisky he's... threw two touchdowns last week. It was the first time in his career. Yeah, they, they had the leashes on him last year. Two times, bro. That's, 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 that happens by accident sometimes. Yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think he's very good. I, just, I think he's mediocre. He's seven Smith. million dollars a year Alex to be that Smith mediocre. All over again, huh? He's Alex Smith all over. Again. You know what Alex Smith did his rookie year? Sure don't. No, I remember being really good. One touchdown, eleven picks. What? Oh, Alex Smith was a huge bust, man. Until what? what was tw- the second year he did like good? His fifth good? year in the league when he was like just okay, huh? I remember him having a really good season. That maybe it wasn't. A, yeah, on the seal on the Forty Nine ers. Remember him being really good back in the day. He had one good season, and then he got replaced by Kaepernick. And yeah. Then he got traded. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Same season. I'm thinking. I thought it was his rookie season. <laughs> that was his do or die. No, his rookie season was like 2005. Oh, he was, he was the number one pick. I never watched the 49ers when on TV anymore. All right. Number one pick in 2005 was Alex Smith. Which other quarterback was taken in that draft after Alex Smith? 2005. Yep. That was like 13 years ago. Hmm. 
the top two quarterbacks taken in that draft. One, the first overall pick, Alex Smith. The next quarterback went, I think it was 27th overall pick or 22nd overall pick. That high, pick. huh? Huh? That high? That far back in the draft. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers. Huh. Well, Sam, Who the fuck Sam missed Sam that? Level talent. Yep. Everybody passed on him. It was so funny seeing you to see him. Uh, That's crazy, though. Because Aaron Rodgers is kind of a dick. Great player. He is only a dick now. He seems pretty cool now. Yeah. He changed my opinion a lot when he said it last week about Brett Favre. That made me uh, like him a lot more. He was yeah. saying that, you know, he, uh, he learned a lot from sitting behind Brett Favre and, like, toughing the plays out and shit like that. I recall it. Get your panties wet. I did. I was wet. All right. I'm going to say on the Bears side of the ball, fire up Jordan Howard, man, because Matt Nagy came out this week and said, we need to get Jordan Howard a few more carries, which uh, I think he's going to get. I think Jordan Howard gets. I think Jordan Howard gets twenty carries in this game, man. And I think Jordan Howard's gonna be a top ten fantasy running back this week. And uh, wide receivers, Allen Robinson. I think he's gonna be uh, a mid-level, mid-tier wide receiver too. Trey Burton. I think he scores a touchdown here in this this week as well. And I'm gonna say Anthony Miller, six catches for sixty yards. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, what's, what's your what's your final? Bears win this one on the road, twenty-six. To nine. To nine? Did not score a touchdown? No touchdowns for the Cardinals. Damn. They just picked up a... They are who we thought they were. That was actually the game. Bears and Cardinals when that quote was said, by the way, Denny Green. Bears and Cardinals. <laughs> 06 uh, Super Bowl year for the Bears. All right, continue. All right. Uh, something I never heard of before. The Patriots versus the Lions. Uh, the Patriots are favored by six and a half. Ooh. Damn. This is a... Uh... On the road. Man, this one is pretty intriguing to uh, absolutely fucking nobody because the Detroit Lions are fucking t- terrible. Patriots coming off a loss. They don't lose back-to-back. If you want to make some fucking money this week, take the Patriots minus the 6.5 because Patriots are going to fucking win this one. They're going to hang 38 on these motherfuckers. It's going to be 38 for the Patriots to the Lions, 20. They're going to fucking mop the floor with their fucking asses. And uh, fantasy players here real quick. Chris Hogan, touchdown. Tony Michelle, touchdown. Top 20 RB PPR. And let's go Gronk, touchdown. And Brady, three touchdowns. Kenny Galladay, fire him up, man. He's going to score a touchdown this week. Golden Tate, he's going to be a uh, low-end wide receiver, too, in PPR leagues. Marvin Jones, sit his ass down. He's not going to cut the top 30 this week. And uh, I, would, I don't play any of the uh, Lions running backs. No thanks. Sit Burkhead, too. All right, the final game, Monday Night Football. The Steelers versus the Bucks. The Steelers are on the road and favored by one. Two teams who we thought would be... Um, Having different records, probably. 100%. But the uh, the Bucks coming in undefeated, man, hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers Monday Night Football. Ryan Fitzpatrick, killing it, man. The Amish gangster is fucking killing it right now. 400 yards passing in back-to-back games. Give me Ryan Fitzpatrick, man. Top 12 fantasy quarterback this week. Yeah. Keeps it going against that shit Steelers defense. So crazy here. Steelers and shit defense in the same sentence. Play Peyton Barber, man. Peyton Barber finds the end zone this week. Uh, James Conner, got to fire him up, man. He's going to be a top 15 running back. Antonio Brown, top five wide receiver this week. Juju Smith-Schuster, top 10 wide receiver this week, which means Big Ben, top 12 fantasy quarterback this week. Good run up, huh? Yep, and uh, I'm going to say, mm, who else? Uh, how about this? Chris Godwin, six catches, 105 yards in this one. Deshaun Jackson is going to take a step back here, I think. And O.J. Howard scores a touchdown. Yeah. Final score, Bucks 30, Pittsburgh 27. Wow, really? That high, of a high score? So you got the, we got the Bucks winning? Yeah, the Bucks winning this one. Yeah, I wish we would have picked the uh, Steelers. I had the Bucks already. Huh, too bad. Yeah, whatever. Just hey, you're, you're getting better, so there you go. Yeah, um, I only went against you on, on three, which kind of feel like makes the show a little You got plenty more. of fucking weeks left to try to make it different. Well, I'm down by four now. <laughs> we, 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 uh, we jammed on week one. L- last week, you fucking killed it. Yeah. Um, we went, we had never done a Colts Colts Eagles game, 49ers KC game, uh, Cowboys Seahawks game, and the that that is it. Yeah. Daily plays of the week. All right, man. Who are your daily plays of the week for Kirk, week three? Kirk Cousins playing Buffalo. So oh yeah. This is what I said before. I'm gonna get back to this a little bit later on. I got Rudolph. I got Tyler. Bo- I got uh, Rudolph and uh, Diggs going huge, going off in off versus Buffalo. So I got oh, all yeah. three of them lumped in here. But Cousins is at six hundred dollars versus Buffalo. I'm taking him. Sixty eight hundred. Yep. Yeah, he's worth the price, man, against that Buffalo team. Yeah, that defense is shit, and they got players retiring during the game. So mm-hmm. Tyler Boyd versus uh, Carolina at thirty seven hundred dollars. Okay. 
And then, like I said before, great Kyle, value. Yep. Kyle Rudolph, um, especially for daily fantasy. But yeah, that, yep. that's a good strategy. Keep keep those guys together. I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, him for Kyle Rudolph as well. Gotcha, man. I like it. What's um, the price on Rudolph? Forty-one hundred. My daily plays of the week, man. I'm going Aaron Jones, forty-three hundred bucks. I think he's gonna pound that ass against the Washington Redskins. And Tyler Eifert, just thirty-two hundred bucks this week. Carolina Panthers, man, they struggle against the tight ends. I think Tyler Eifert scores a touchdown here. Kareem Hunt versus the 49ers. That's going to be a barn burner, man. It's going to be a shootout. Give me Kareem Hunt. He's worth worth a $6,000 price tag, especially when you consider some of the other running backs are uh, priced higher than him, which is surprising. Fire up the prediction machine. Five bold predictions. Five bold predictions for week three. I had Kirk Cousins finishing in the top three. You guys are playing the Bucks. Because of that, though, I have Rudolph and Diggs both having big, big weeks. Um, I mean, like I said before, Vontae Davis quit during halftime last week. That, that was their best defensive player right there. That's their best cornerback. They're going to get lit the fuck up in this game. Yep. Um, I have uh, Cobb coming back this week versus uh, the Redskins. Have a big game. He played like shit last week, but he played great in week one. I have Cobb making a comeback. And then I have uh, I have Tannehill raping the Raiders finishing the top seven at quarterbacks. I like it, man. All good shit. Tyler Eifert will be a top seven tight end this week. Julio Jones will have more than 150 receiving yards and at least two touchdowns. Sony Michelle will be a top 25. Sony Michelle will be a top 25 fantasy running back in PPR. Aaron Jones will be a top 20 fantasy running back, all formats. And one more for you. Jordan Howard will rush for more than 100 yards and two count two touchdowns this week against the Cardinals. Hibernators, the deep sleepers. You woke the Bears. Why did you do that? All right, man. Hibernators, deep sleepers. Who are your deep sleepers? I got Sony, Sony Michelle, top 25 running back this week. I think Frank Gore bounces back, has a good week. Uh, he finds Yenzo in, uh, in Miami um, because he's back home. I feel like he plays better in the heat. Some of those guys just do better in certain areas. Frank Gore is a local boy. He was up north last week. Didn't didn't do very good in New York. Um, one of those guys likes, likes playing when it's hot. Um, Alan Turns gets to 13 fantasy points. Uh, Sterling Shepard, 14 points this week against Texas weak defense. And then I got Jake Crowder, top 20 in PPR. I like him, man. I'm going Will Disley scores a touchdown this week. Three weeks in a row. Fuck, I have Antonio Callaway's on the Browns. Fuck, it's Thursday. Antonio Gates scores a touchdown this week. Alfred Morris against that susceptible Chiefs run defense, man. I think he scores a touchdown as well in the uh, 49ers Chiefs game. Philip Dorsey and Chris Hogan. I think there's some other guys that are uh, some deep sleepers, man. I think both of them are going to be start-worthy this week. And one more for you. I'm going back to uh, Tyler Eifert, man. Tyler Eifert finds the end zone against the Carolina Panthers. All right, how about... Lottery ticket picks. Lock it in and rip off the knobs, bitch. Just some shots in the dark, man. Just trying to get over the hump. If you're facing some competition, man, and you're like, damn, I really need I, a I big need boom play. You need a big boom play from somebody, man. Where are you getting it from this week? Um, now, I don't think it's going to happen, but he has the opportunity to do it. Chris Ivory, there's only Sean McCoy. He's going to have the attempts, but he's playing against that Vikings defense. Yeah, he'll have the opportunity for sure, man. Uh, it's a tough matchup. But he's got the opportunity, man. You never know what can happen. Any given Sunday, like they say. Uh, Pierre Garcon, he's uh, the KC versus the 49ers there. Plug and play him on, uh, put, put him in there, man. Start him this, this week. I like it. I think you could definitely get 13 points if, if no mark is going, at least. All right, and uh, I think Amidola has a big game this week. I think he does too, man. I like Amidola this week against the Raiders. Him if he left, left the Patriots. That's, that's crazy to me. Well, yeah. Well, they don't, they don't pay shit, man. He went for more money and better weather. You know, yeah, I mean that's, that's what I would love. When, you, when you're not making any money like that, you gotta you gotta get get your money when it's uh, yeah. When you, you took so really many, too, right? when you took so many pay cuts for all those years and restructured your deal for other guys to sign there, you want to get paid at some point, man. Yeah, this he, is his last deal. He has, he has a ring, right? He's got two of them. Yeah, just, oh, yeah so fuck it. Oh yeah, he's, he's paid his dues. Not Time to pay out, man. Cash out. All right, for me, large ticket picks. I'm going Tyler Boyd against the Panthers. Gonna get you at least six catches in this one. Javorius Buck Allen against the Broncos. I think he gets you at least 13 fantasy points. 
And I've been talking to this guy a lot throughout the show. Will Disley for the Seahawks. I'm a believer now, man. Against Dallas, he's going to get you a touchdown again for a third week in a row. Right for the mailbag. Yep, yep. All aboard! <laughs> mailbag. Can we talk about the mail, please? I'm dying to talk about the mail all day. Okay? They've been asking for their mail on a daily basis. Barney, give this guy a cigarette. He's freaking out. Who? Barney. Who the hell is Barney? You don't see Barney. Oh, shit. What the hell are you? You've lost your damn mind. Ready for this empty, fleshy pouch ball bag here? Yeah, it, it, it is very powdery. It's like a beat-up speed bag. It's like a, it's like Mike Tyson's speed bag. Just like fucking deflated, like Tom Brady's fucking... Like Robin Gibbons' face. Oh, yeah. She was hot back in the day. What the fuck was she doing with Tyson? Tyson's such a dummy. Dude, I like fucking, Tyson, though. I love Tyson. He's the fucking mad. Yeah, you know, it's funny. He's, he's probably changed his image better than any anybody in the history of the world. Thanks for the hangover. Punching yeah, Alan 100%. Right in the fucking 100%. Face. Cause that. And that show, Mike Tyson Mystery, is actually pretty fucking funny. Speaking of uh, Robin Givens and ball sacks and faces, Mike Tyson, Zach Galifianakis, his face looks exactly like your nutsack. Exactly. Same hairstyle and everything. Yeah, that's what some people you know, my balls are flake. Same beard. Yeah. Did, did Jen tell you or are you just guessing? Uh, no, no, I've seen it. I've seen it. All right, motherfucker. We, uh, number one. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> she was ready last night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so is Jen. Mailbag. Yeah, she was. Why I gave it to her. Um, mailbag. Question one. Should I start Josh Gordon this week? Kevin in Newton, Massachusetts. Representing Mass up there. Yep. Um, I don't feel comfortable starting him yet. I guess it really depends on who's on his uh, who's his other options. It's a very rich town uh, in Newton, Mass. Um, I'm going to say no. You don't start Josh Gordon this week, man. You want to see how that's going to play out. I mean, he's coming in on a short week as it is. Again, new uh, to build report the team, man. No. Fire up Phil Dorsett, Chris Hogan, Gronkowski. Do not fire up Josh Gordon in that matchup. Although, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a touchdown, because I think Pager's going to mock the four of them, but I would not feel comfortable starting Josh Gordon this week. Where do you think he gets as far as points go? Josh Gordon, maybe three catches, 30 yards, nothing major. Well, I was saying, uh, like, like, total points, if he gets touchdowns, so what do you think he gets to, to points total with three catches? No, no touchdown, maybe six, seven points. I don't think Okay, so there you go, Kevin. Six, seven points. If, you, if your backup got more than six, seven points, start him. If he's getting more than six or seven. Yeah. Next one here. Start or sit. David Johnson or Kenyon Drake. Which one are you starting? Will in Pensacola, Florida. Is this Will that I know in Pensacola? It is. I know that guy. Hi, Will. Yep. Um. So, I got to go with Ken- David Johnson on this one. Um. Like you said, he's he's, he's struggling. Let's see. Let's see it happen finally. For this particular matchup, man, I do think David Johnson is going to catch the ball in the backfield because they've got to throw him the ball this one. I think Kenyon Drake should have a big game, man. So give me Kenyon Drake over David Johnson. Really. Yeah. I mean, David Johnson, PPR, he's going to be valuable, I think. I really do think so, even against a tough matchup. You like think, you think uh, Drake's to have the opportunity with enough carries to beat out David Johnson? Against the Raiders, man, PPR leagues, Kenyon Drake will get you at least five catches, and I think he'll get you about 70 on the ground. Give me Kenyon Drake in this one. Uh-huh. Tough matchup for DJ. I don't think this is the week he gets back on track, but I think this is the week we start to see a little glimmer of him getting back on track, at least with the PPR catches. Uh, next one here. Start where sit, Corey Davis. Or Danny Amendola, Brett in Tacoma, Washington. Well, you said you like Danny Amendola before. What do you think about Corey Davis? I don't think much of Corey Davis, man. He's Mr. Ten Point. Give me Danny Amendola. I think Danny Amendola can go six catches, 70 yards, and possibly a touchdown against the Raiders here. Give me Amendola. All right. All right, next one. Starter sit, Calvin Benjamin or D.D. Westbrook. Ryan in Houston, Texas. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and take uh, D.D. Westbrook in this one, man, against the Titans. I am too, just as Kyle Benjamin went to FSU, so that's no reason. <laughs> uh, speaking of Will Pensacola, that's his alma mater and his team there. He likes Kevin Benjamin. His guy, I mean. And um, I am going to have to go... Uh... Hmm. You say Didi. Yeah, Didi Westbrook, sorry. Mm-hmm. Next one. Start Drew Brees or Pat Mahomes. Nate in San Diego, California. Man, um, I, I, I'd go Drew Brees on that. Yeah, I feel more comfortable playing Drew Brees, too, man. I want to get cute and chase the points of Pat Mahomes. Yeah, he could definitely do it, and I think he will do it. But you know what? I feel safer playing Drew Brees, yeah, Drew Brees in that shootout. Drew Brees has been doing it for how many years? You know what I mean? Pat Mahomes exactly. for two weeks. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, consistency means something sometimes. Exactly. All right, last one, man. What's been your worst moment this year in fantasy? 
and life itself, Cameron in Ann Arbor, Michigan. <laughs> I, I so week one of fantasy. I'm talking. Me and Chris are here working on the uh, on the oh, show. Yeah. That's definitely your worst. And uh, we're, I got a 96% chance of winning. David Carr drops back and throws. He goes, unless David Carr throws an interception, you got the shit in lock, bro. It's over with. Next play, interception, pick six. It goes to a 98% chance of me losing. And that's how I lost my game this week to start off this season. Very, uh, very, very brutal ending. Uh, as far as the worst thing that happened to me this year, I found a my scroll was actually a hook around back page. I mean, I guess you can't really find anything worse than that. That's true. And how long were you seeing this girl? Two months. And how many times did you have great un- and protect your relations with this woman? Uh, you made a count. 20? Uh, 20? It was not that much. We, 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 knew, we were dating for like two months. I didn't see that much yet. Like, at least go, 20. Do you want to go I mean, check your calendar? I know each time you have sex, you I know, draw I, a heart I, around your uh, the date. The calendar, no, right? that's on your calendar. So I draw hearts around. Okay. Um, I mean, I probably have eight. So let's just go ahead and set it that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, for me, for Fantasy Man, it's definitely week one because um, I took... I took a beating, man. I took a beating on uh, one of my leagues, one of my teams here. Like LaShawn McCoy's son. I did, man. I, I straight, straight McCoyed it, man. Got there McCoyed. Go. The real McCoy. I had, um, all right, so week one. Here's, this is what happened. This is what I lost, man. Marquise Goodwin, I lost, who I had on my starting lineup. I also lost Le'Veon Bell because that motherfucker didn't show up and play. And I also... Thought I lost Aaron Rodgers when he fucking went down for a oh, minute. Oh, you were whining on the phone with that shit, bro. Yep. And I also lost, um... Oh, Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin. So I lost four motherfuckers in week one in that league. Now, some of them are starting to come back, and some of them have already come back. But that was fucking shitty, man. Started off 0-1 in that league, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, not too fun. As far as life, man, for this... For this this year, I guess it's yeah, this year. This year, yes, sir. All right, man. So this year, let me see. How about um? Well, damn, there's so many. I guess I wasn't <laughs> losing that 60-yard uh, challenge and wearing a dress. No, that wasn't the worst. You actually enjoyed that, though. Oh, I loved it. A lot man. of men, dude. I'm just saying right now, we're in Coral Springs, Florida. Here, there was a lot of men stopping giving him attention, which was very weird for me. Actually, uh, the lady in the SUV there, or the guy that you saw in the window. Yeah, but the girl was hot. It was his, yeah, it was but I'm saying the guy was doing most of the talking though. But there was a lot of guys who were like, "Oh, I guess they just take camera roll and they just want to get get on TV and shit." But uh, yeah, there was a lot a lot more dude attention. I thought it was gonna, it was gonna get. Yeah, you were jealous. I was. I was you so you love that dude attention. I was wearing a Santa hat in the middle of the fucking summer, so I was like an asshole too. Do you still have the recurring dream? Would you rape me? No, the one we just have like cocks just smacking your face from all angles. No, it's it's a video, not a dream. Oh, that's an actual video. Yeah, yeah, it's a video I shouldn't. You know, sometimes you get you, you separate like reality and uh, fiction. Yeah, stranger than fiction. Yeah, sometimes I, I get them confused. I just try to block my mind, and then I can't. That, that was Chris's worst part of this video. year when I showed him the video. Yeah. Uh, worst would be. Uh... Kids, like, why do they ask this question? <laughs> yeah, man, it's a tough question, man. Um, how about uh, tracking down a client of mine for uh, twenty four hundred bucks? And it's taken two months, and I just today got uh, half of my pay. Less than half. From this client. Less than half, but at least they gave me something because I've been chasing them down for two fucking months, man. That yeah, was pretty shitty. Brutal. That was pretty shitty because yeah. uh, who the fuck does that? Anyway. Yeah, last week he was, he was like missing like $2,600 in fucking payments. I'm like, dude, you need to just stop working and just tell oh my God, you're man. not going to pay me. Fuck Pe- it. People owed me so much money, it was fucking outrageous. Yeah, it was a little ridiculous. So, that was pretty shitty, man, because that, that that goes back since June. Since June, I was over this shit, and I just now got paid on some of it. It's a combination of shittiness. So it wasn't the worst thing ever, but how long it took made it the worst thing ever. And yeah, because it was, it was two things too. out. Oh, Every man. fucking excuse in the book, man. Pissed me off. All right, man, I don't want to ramble too much here. Anything else you want to say before we get out? Nah, man. Um, like I always say, catch us on the, on the spinoff. That's, that's, that's my baby. This is Chris's baby. What so, about... Uh, what about Dwayne Wade, man? Oh yeah, Dwayne Wade, man. He's making Retirement. his turn. He's doing. He's trying to get that uh, that Mariana Rivera, Derek Jeter. Like I'm gonna go to every place in the uh, you know in the state here and get rocking chairs and gifts and shit. But I'll tell you what, man. As as a retired Knicks fan when Ewing left, and I, I love Dwayne Wade. I, uh, I saw this guy in his rookie year. But you gotta come check this guy out. Joe Sackett breaks through the game. Goes check this dude out. So they go to the game. He drops like 45 points a night. Just lightning fucking quick. Back when he used to be called Flash. I literally bought a jersey that that day on the way out of the stadium. 
I fucking love D-Wade, man. D-Wade is, is Mr. South Florida, Mr. Wade County. Bronze Championship with Shaq back in the day. And, um, dude, he's just a cool fucking dude, man. I mean, when Douglas had the shooting, he had the uh, the MSD thing on his on his uh, jersey. Oh, yeah. Dude cried, man, when, when the guy got buried in his jersey. He cried. Oh, I remember that, yes. Yeah, he, he that's a guy that likes the town he lives in. He's a fucking cool dude. Uh, he's not a little bitch like LeBron James. Love D-Wade. Welcome back, sir. All right, rapid fire, quick trivia on Dwayne Wade. Real quick answers here, man. Where did he go to school? Marquette. Yep. And what pick was he in the 2003 NBA draft? Three. Yep, very good, sir. Congratulations, man. Bam, bam. You're welcome, Joe. Joe would have fucking disowned me. But Actually, you're wrong. No, I'm not. He wasn't three. Uh, Carmelo Anthony was three. He wasn't two. Did he? Uh, six? No, Darko Milicic was two. Six? I want to say he was four or five. I remember, I remember being that. I thought it was three. Uh, uh, you know what? Here. I'm going to edit this out. Don't worry. Was it a... Uh... Wait, wait, pick five. No, fuck, I was up by two. Yeah, he, he was pick five. I thought it was three. Who was, who was that of him? Who was pick one? LeBron, right? There you go. Yeah, because that's, that's what I was thinking. It was three. I thought it was, Le I thought it was LeBron, um, Mr. Fucking 800 shots a game, and then then Dwayne Wade. Um, who, who was four? So, pick one was LeBron. Okay. Pick two, the 17 year old kid, Darko Milicic, Detroit Pistons. He did nothing, right? Fucking nothing. Didn't he even get hurt or some shit? He, he never he fucking farmer? made it. He sucked. He was dog. He was garbage, man. Uh, three was Carmelo. I don't pass the ball, Anthony. There you go. That's for Mr. Forty shots. Yep. And he's not coming off the bench though. No. Do you always think of uh, the Soprano wife when you hear Carmelo? Her, her name is. I never watched that show. I used yeah. to do. I used to do Sal Richards pool though. He was on the show. Oh, okay. Uh, fourth pick was take a guess. One of Dwayne Wade's teammates. Chris Bosh. Yep. Chris Bosh. And then five Dwayne Wade. So three so of the, the top Heat five picks in 2003 NBA draft class were the big three in Miami. That's crazy. crazy, which totally trumps the the top three that were in uh in Celtics. Those Celtics, uh, those yeah, Celtics, right. Those Celtics look fucking great now, though. Yeah, they fucking did loaded, oh, man. man looking, dude, forward, loaded. looking forward to basketball season. They are season. fucking loaded. Fancy basketball starting up soon too, man. Looking forward to that. Um, all right, man. Everybody, good luck this weekend. Your fantasy matchups. Enjoy the NFL weekend. We will talk to you guys next week for the week three See fantasy football recap. Talk to you soon. Till then, talk to you soon. Please subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. Check out the spinoff. Visit fantasysportstudios.com for more info on that. Become a premium member. Become a premium member by logging on to patreon.com/backslash/fantasysportstudios. Become a premium member. Help support the show. Keep us going. Till then, talk to you soon. See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Flex. Subscribe on Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. Become a premium member by logging on to patreon.com backslash fantasy sports studios. Email the show at theflex at fantasy sports studios.com.